Hello there, and welcome to Pink Milk After Dark, your late night live stream where we talk Star Wars wearily. I am your host, Brian. With me, as always, are my better hosts, the pizza jar loving queen. <laughs> Aren't spaghetti jar, just kidding. M. The, the <laughs> Marky Mark. Hello. Of the Funky Bunch. And our newest friend. Bye, bitch, Chase. That gay <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> I take that. I absolutely take that. Yes. Hello. If you don't know that reference, watch that gay Jedi's video from today when we talk about just how queer we look at me. I've already, like, taken over. <laughs> we talk about... <laughs> How queer Return of the Jedi is. Yeah, it was a fun Are movie. we ready, friends? Are we ready? Hell yeah. yeah. Let's jump into this thing. night with chase as an official host with all of us here we're so excited welcome thank you for saying yes all of it it's thank gonna be you. great i'm literally so excited yes. thank you so much thank and you i love the artwork it's like so spot on as when you first saw it, i was like that's so great super fun <laughs> super fun you should have the sounds i was making while i was drawing that fan <laughs> <laughs> for inspiration <laughs> Oh, oh, you know, on, maybe on. I've always I've always got a fan with me. Why not see it? But it's always there. Uh-huh. Just bring you a fan, Brian. Just bring yep. you a fan. You're suffocating. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> hello, everyone in the chat. Hello, Paul. Hello, Kitten. Hello, Ruben. Hello, Blake. Hello, Luke. Luke, thank you so much for that amazing podcast we did together. It was so good. So I'm so good. proud of you. Yeah, it was great. Very, was great. very good. Hello, Kitten, again. Hello, Joey. Joey from Krypton to Alderaan. I can't sing, but it gets stuck in your head all the time when you listen to it. Thank you so much for all the shout-outs you're doing all Pride Month long. They were fantastic, and we appreciate it. Hello, Alexandria. Everyone congratulate Alex on their addition to the Katana cast as an editor. Yeah. And uh, producer, and it sounds Woo-hoo. like maybe sometimes host. I don't know what's going on with that. Robbie, hello. Robbie and I have been listening to the same music all week. If you don't follow Robbie <laughs> on Instagram, please do so because he <laughs> has great music tastes. And uh, yeah, hello, Ashley. Screw them, never hide your wife. Mm-mm. Not today, not in these houses. Mm-mm. <laughs> Hello, Arabella. Hello, Buck. Hello, hello, and welcome. Oh, my gosh. Crystal, we've missed you. Welcome back. Wow. Oh, I love it when our when our OT crew is all here. It's so neat. Yeah. Uh, how was everyone's week? Emma, let's start with you. Uh, it was okay. Uh, yesterday was a holiday because it was a Canada day. Uh, I don't know if any of you follow the news, but mm. we have some very pressing issues that we're dealing with right now in regards to our treatment of the indigenous population, which mm. is has been a very, very long time coming. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, I hope that this reckoning is real. There's been a lot of talk over, especially the past few decades, about um, reconciliation and... Uh, we had commissioned a truth and reconciliation commission that had a lot of great um, recommendations, none of which were implemented back in like that was back in 2014, 2015. So I'm hoping that this is the start of real change and the remaking of our country, which is what needs to happen. So that's Good. been on my mind a lot this week. I mean, especially as a parent and as someone who has very close friends um, in the First Nations community, 
who have really been suffering. And yeah, I just, I want to do what I can to use my privilege to make the world a better place, especially for people who have not gotten the treatment that they deserve. So yeah, that's what I've been thinking about this week. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Very good. Very good. Mark, how about you? It was a busy, busy week. My last two weeks have been really super busy work-wise, just as we get everything back in order for the eventual return of everybody. But it's been good, and I'm I'm happy. Again, I'm in SF now, so it's just like it's so nice to come home to the city every day. So I'm I'm loving it. Yeah, it's it's been great. <laughs> Whatever happens is fine now because I'm in the city. I'm in the city. (laughs) Real quick again. Hello, Nick. Thank you so much for having me on last week. Um, It was fantastic, fantastic time. Please, everyone, go check out Podcast of the Wills. It's a great podcast. All of those things. And Chase, look at this. Already. Congratulations Uh, to Chase. Well-deserved. Love. Uh, Also, the setup and lighting in Chase's setup is stunning. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Trust. As two stereotypical bitchy gay queens, <laughs> after Chase's first video, Mark and I were texting each other real quick, going, "Uh oh!" <laughs> Chase came on the scene, literally saying, "Bye, bitch." <laughs> I think it's. The, I think it's. The I gargle with pink now. I gargle with pink. <laughs> <laughs> I need a t-shirt that has that on it. That's kind of an iconic. That's there kind of go. a good one right there. there you go. Yeah. Uh, oh, all right, dear friend. How about you? How was your week? How was your week? My week was good. It was fairly chaotic, but I think in I think in good ways. Um, it was last night was was a lot because I was like trying to get the Ethernet set up for today and then and then my my video on on my YouTube channel was like not exporting without crashing. So it was one of those things. I had Blake right next to me, and we were just like it was like one o'clock in the morning. I'm just chatting someone on Adobe Premiere like chat. <laughs> it ended up great. Ended up totally working. But it was uh it was like one of those nights. But we made the best of it. It was actually kind of a weirdly fun night. So it was a good week. <laughs> so I think you posted an Instagram picture once or something, and I'm going to sound really gross and stalkery, creepy because I <laughs> so I now know you use an Apple computer oh yeah yeah okay so uh there must be something with adobe and apples right now because i I crashed 12 times yesterday at work i came home to try to use my computer and i couldn't log in to photoshop i had to like do something where i went in through uh uh illustrator and all the people are very bored if they don't know any of these (laughs) things sorry i'm sorry but anyway so i think it's something going on with adobe and apple right now that's my too. That's my guess. Hello, Jax. Hello. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so tonight we are going to talk some Bad Batch because it's been like an entire month of no talking Bad Batch because uh, this this Pride Month for me has been so amazing. Um, yeah. Ben's episode that just came out on Wednesday, just like oh, Ben so from Katanacast. So yeah. Took me to this place that I had no idea. I'm so incredibly proud of them for how open they were. Um, it was awesome. And like, you know, Luke in the chat kind of set it up talking about some similar kinds of things. And again, like Luke was brought in, you know, really because I found it fascinating to hear from a from a child who's been adopted. We do lots of talking here about being parents to adopted kids. And now, you know, we have Luke and Ben's going through similar things, but almost on the other side. And so it's been... um a really great uh, bookend. And, uh, you know, we started Pride Month with Chase, and now we're starting July with Chase. It's all <laughs> great. Indeed. I love it. I love Indeed. it. Um, how has Pride Month been for the three of you? Has it been, have you learned anything new this year that you didn't think you did before? Has, have things shifted? Emma, how about you? Yeah, I think one of the biggest changes that's happened this year was, like, just the fact that I got to contribute so much. Like, you know, with being able to, like, with my interview with Leo and then being on Hidden Gems podcast and publicizing the Queerly Beloved, the Relo Queer Fit Collection. Like, this has been the year that I've been sort of more of, like, in a content creator role, which is the first for the first time in my life. So, 
it's been an interesting way of experiencing pride. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, yeah, I'm with you. I think having this has changed things. Last year, I was so caught off guard by it <laughs> that this year I was at least a little more like mentally prepared. And yeah. I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm just shifted. Chase, how about you? How's Pride Month been for you with a YouTube channel? Yeah, it was like my first time sort of like kind of similar to M, just sort of like more like content creator side pride type of vibe. And it was great. I mean, it was, I was like, I don't know. I was honestly super, super um, touched and humbled by how many people were like looking to connect this month. That was really, really cool. And that like on and off, like, you know, actual content, just like on Twitter and like text. I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like this Pride Month I mean, especially compared to like last Pride Month, I just feel like there was a lot of openness um, socially with people, at least in my circle. I felt like there's just a lot of like open energy. Um, and also on a personal level, I mean, I, it's just been a lot more. Ex it's been an exciting month for me because I, you know, I, we kind of talked about it when I was on the show last, just sort of like um, being flexible in my identities and like celebrating that flexibility and, and leaning into the flexibility. And I feel like that's something that has been reflected back at me through other people too this month. So it's been awesome. It's been really great. Yeah. I is this like the, the other side of 2020 or something where maybe all of us had to be forced indoors with ourselves in a way that we maybe haven't been in a long time, but there, because there really has been so much openness with lots of people. And, yeah. you know, our, our openness with ourselves can look very different, just like everybody's. But, you know, I do feel there's been a lot of self-reflection with lots of people. Yeah. And, you know, it's been really kind of amazing, actually. Like, out of out of a really sad time for a lot of people, um, something good came out at the end, you know? Um, maybe. Maybe. Mark, how about you? So, it started off a little rough. It happens, you know, kind of like with Christmas time. There's some years I'm just not into it for whatever reason, right? You know, but then as you get near to the day, things get even better and better and better. And all of a sudden you catch the spirit. It was somewhat like that for me, right? And then I, I think it was just self-awareness that just, and, and then being up here again in SF just kind of made it all come together. But then like you were saying, it's like um, there was a lot more openness. A lot of people chose Pride Month to come out, like whether it be celebrities, some good, some bad, like, you know, David Archuleta and he, him sharing his story about like what he has to deal with because of his, of his faith and his identity. And he's mm -hmm. still trying to figure all that out. And then we got that football player and, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, which I'm, I'm happy for him and everything, but that's a little problematic, whatever, you know, yep. but he came out. It is what it is. Yep. And, and personally, just friends close by to me. I had folks that came out all of a sudden, you know, who, uh, whether they would buy pan or asexual, I mean, it's just, they, they, they had the courage to just come out and say, Hey, I've known this for a long time, but I want you guys to know it's time. It's like, I, this is, I feel comfortable with myself now. And I think you're just seeing that more and more across the board. And it's actually, I'm seeing it more with guys than I, you know, uh, more than lately, which is fine. I mean, cause for me, I just always feel like, women are more in tune with that <laughs> you know when like men just have too many hang-ups and obviously yep. now that you're seeing those like chains break you're just definitely seeing people open up so much more um and i'm loving it because you know it's not like there's so many things out there that uh, not that you can be but just that you can figure out about yourself and then you start yeah. putting it out there, you know, and, and, and it may not be the end journey, but just the fact that you put yourself out there like that, it's the first steps. These are your first steps. <laughs> 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 and, and I just, I, I love it. I love it. I, I love it yeah. that people share it with me because it means a lot to me. It always has meant a lot to me when people do that and they come out and yeah. they share that part of themselves with me. So it's, it's, yep. it, 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 like I said, started off kind of rough, but it ended really great. I, yep. I love it. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> I have to say like this year above any other year ever, um, more straight identifying people have like sent me an email or a direct message or whatever of just saying, you know, like, I see, I'm starting to see queer people differently than I used to. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I don't want to overshare, but someone just like 
sent something that was so incredible of a, a self self appointed conservative evangelical evangelist blah blah whatever that word is that I can't say um, who listened to a queer story you know and listened to queer perspective and then also reached back out and said, you know, I wouldn't have normally listened, but something made me listen. And I'm like, you know, like how kind of brave on their part. Like I have to give mad props to that because you don't know what I would come back with after opening up that way, you know? Um, I'm just really, I'm appreciative of that. Like that openness too, to like say, you know what? I might be, I might've lived this way for so long, but it's time to rethink it. And to me, this is what we were – we spoke about this more probably at the beginning of our Pride episodes. I think that's the power of corporate pride. That's Target's and Walmart's doing those kinds of things. Like that's mm-hmm. the positive end of it. You know, when we get into our little queer bubble and we see all the time that, you know, maybe we're ignored other moments of the time. But that's also a really powerful moment to adjust other people who might not be there yet. Mm-hmm. And – um it doesn't take away other people's ideas on it, but you know, it definitely, it's just another side to the coin that I think really does help maybe push the needle forward a little bit. Uh, hello, Alberto. Hello. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's been pretty, it's just been really, really incredible. Do you think we'll get a tree eventually like Christmas since, you know, (laughs) a pride tree, (laughs) a pride tree. (laughs) I would love, I would love that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> once we stop live i'll tell you what image just popped in my head there's a certain thing that kind of <laughs> oh, looks like a tree I and then i was like what you're oh. talking about that culture <laughs> in europe yes <laughs> okay yes I, they're very popular in the planet uranus and um yes, yes. <laughs> it helps you open up <laughs> yeah no crystal i will not nope <laughs> Nope. Sorry, Silver. No, nope. it's like Silver. <laughs> actually, Silver. I if you send me a direct message, I'll give oh. you my address. So Star Wars Thrifting posted two things this week. So I will be very open to sharing everything once Princess Nisa arrives on my doorstep and that fabulous fanny pack. <laughs> yes, I saw that. I saw Nisa. Wait, can awesome. we talk about that fanny pack, y'all? I went on some yes. eBay. I went on some eBay deep dives to find it, and I couldn't find it anywhere i'm obsessed with that fanny pack okay so everyone who doesn't know go to instagram and follow uh uh, star wars thrifting and silver posted like it was a phantom menace well there's like koosh balls i don't know what's with like let's start talking about phantom menace merch all over the place wait a minute is it the sebulba koosh ball Yes. <laughs> oh, like we used to sell those at Suncoast. I remember, like we, like we had those. I know I used to see them in stores all the time. I hadn't thought about that in forever. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Star Wars Thrifting also has a fantastic YouTube channel, so make sure. You oh find yeah. There. Mm-hmm. That's great. Oh my god, Brian! And after last week, now, yes, thank you. Did you see the debut? And I was also yes. like, hey, no one. I'm not giving shade to anyone right now. Last week, I was like, never right. But if there's moments to be bitchy, we take a little sip. Exactly. <laughs> You'll notice he's taking a sip quite often these days. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Chat, while we start our talk of Bad Batch, I want all of you, and I'm going to do my best to start putting them up on screen. What are our favorite parts of the Bad Batch so far? So tonight we're going to talk two things. We're going to talk about our our favorite parts of Bad Batch and then what are some of our biggest questions, especially after today. So not that we should need to do this, but don't drink spoiled milk. There are spoiler (laughs) alerts ahead. Chase, we're going to start with you because (laughs) the thing that I'm most excited about is that Chase has been... A little back and forth on the show kind of collectively, right? Yeah. So, like... That's I'm why I'm nervous to go first. <laughs> Nothing like putting you... Oh, my God. What did I just do? Or did I just do that on mine? Can nobody else see that? I hope. Okay. No. Uh, just kidding. I just made Mark very big. I saw lots of eyeballs. Your pores look fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. I, I do my best. <laughs> All right, Chase. First, let's hear from you on your overall thoughts, the good and the bad, 
because we've all had a chance to talk about all of these things here, but you haven't had that opportunity yet. So let's start with, with that overall vibes and then your favorite parts. Okay. Overall vibes. I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it. I love it. Um, I also am coming from like a very, um, I think spoiled perspective in the sense of like, I never really went week to week with the Clone Wars. I had the opportunity just to binge it. Right. So like, this is my first time taking Star Wars animation week to week, which I think is just taking me a little bit to get getting used to it. Um, but I will say, uh, I love it. I think it's gorgeous. I think it's like, I, one of my favorite things I can sit down every episode. I'm like, I cannot wait to see, just watch like, the animation because of because of the strides you can tell they've made between clone wars and now it's just gorgeous um and i love the characters i i remember brian you i think you mentioned that the bad batch felt very like avengers to you or like superhero to you at first when they had their clone wars arc and that was i had never heard it put so well because that's exactly how i felt about it um so i'm just really impressed with the way it's had me invest into these characters and i love the characters and that's the best part of star wars so i'm that yes do I sometimes wish we kind of went a little bit? I do feel like we've just been getting a lot of similar flavors episode to episode. Again, that could be because I'm going week to week for the first time. Mm-hmm. But I also just I think that we're kind of, I'm like I'm just itching for a little bit more. Like there's 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 development development there between all the characters, but I feel like it's all super subtle every episode. And I love that we're seeing like how like the galaxy is like transitioning into the empire, but I wish we got to see more of like a like a a deeper character relationship to that transition i feel like it's a little bit like you kind of have to dig for it if that makes sense so i just wish we got a little bit more of that and also like i don't know if we know if this is more than one season but if this is like if we're playing a long game girl i can be patient i can be patient (laughs) if i know where we're we're going to get there you know what i mean Uh, but my favorite thing about bad batch to answer second question is i always forget her name but is it lama say the one that's like Pro Omega is trying to Nala say yes. Mm-hmm. I love the her. I love that we're getting a little bit of like a mother vibe because we don't have enough mother vibes in Star Wars. Um, I mean, we have a lot, but not, compared to like the like you know the this, the father figure, I feel like is very omnipresent through like all Star Wars mm-hmm. and especially with Hunter and Omega. So I love the idea that they could be going down like more of an adoptive mother, or, or I guess what she her but you know what i mean like kind of like a mother role where she's like no 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 no, that's omega and she's important to me and she's special to me so i like that sort of dynamic there and everything on camino is i'm eating up that's like my favorite thing yeah camino is great so uh the chat so far i see a lot of wrecker and omega from buck oh from joey uh sleeping kitten with the cad bane i'm here for Mm -hmm. brian with the fennec yes (laughs) Uncle Wrecker and Omega, like, totally. I mean, they're great. They're great. Yeah. So I want to jump in real quick just because you were touching on something, Chase, that is, like, my favorite part. And it's interesting because it was a negative for you, but it's a favorite for me. And this Ooh, is, like, this like is the that. stuff I love. Like, I love yeah. this in Star Wars, right? Yeah. Because we all see different things in Star Wars. Yeah. So, um. Uh, oh God, I got to go back to some of the stuff you said because you said great things. You said so many. Yes, you're right. I did not. I did not like them. I did not like those four episodes in the yeah. Clone Wars at all. Yeah. Didn't like it. We stopped watching it. Not for me. Fell in love with the show the second it started. <laughs> and you were. It's funny that you were at talking about uh, being the first animated series you kind of have been seeing weekly mm-hmm. because I just had this conversation with someone at work where. Mandalorian, maybe not as much season one, but season two, for sure. I felt like I walked away with those episodes with a lot to sit and think on. And animation doesn't... I have seen every single Star Wars animated series, literally, because I'm old, from droids to Ewoks (laughs) (laughs) to Clone Wars. Like, I've seen every animated series, like, week to week. So, like, I I understand because they... uh, uh, My coworker said the same thing. She was like... I just feel like they're really quick in that they seem kind of empty. But I love Clone Wars so much because you do, like, for me, that's Mm. what animation does. They do the long game for sure. You'll find something here, and all of a sudden, if we get season three or four in Bad Batch, like, wait, didn't that happen? And you got to go back and look because you have this distant memory of something happening, and you're like, oh, that was season one. That was the second episode. Boom. Um, So I love that about it because I find, for me, animation only grows richer 
mm-hmm. with more and more time. Um, yeah. Right down to the clone. I'm still not super into those first four episodes in Clone Wars, to be honest. But I enjoy them. I enjoy them more now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing you were talking about, the Empire, about I for me, it's my favorite thing. It's my it is my favorite part that they're doing because it is so subtle. And again, mm-hmm. true, yeah. Don't drink spoiled milk because we're about to get into spoilers. Spoiler alert! One more time. Um, it's been so subtle, like those check-in points that are just in the background. You see the screens playing, and they're just kind of there. They don't always address it. You see the long lines of people like getting their identification numbers <laughs> and trading in their old money and all, and it's really eerie. Mm-hmm. It's really, really creepy, mm-hmm. and. That is what I love in Star Wars. Like, I have a harder time connecting to, like, the super... I was just listening to to Alice and Laura, and I love Alice and Laura. I love Force Toast. They're talking about the timelines, and they were talking about Rogue One and this and Cassian Andor and whether or not Bail Organa is going to be in it and his gray hair. And how great... I'm like, you know, to <laughs> me, I'm like, Star Wars doesn't matter. It's either before or after. Like, time doesn't really mean anything in Star Wars, the way I view it. It's just, this happened before, this happened after, this happens right now, whatever it is. And and it's broader strokes. And that's what's happening with the Empire, mm-hmm. again, until today. Because today's episode, that Empire ain't hiding. <laughs> They're not subtle anymore. But mm-hmm. for me, so much of Star Wars is about the helmet and the mask. And I keep going back to that line that I... that that uh mark hamill said once during a new hope when he was when when luke sees uncle owen and aunt Beru burning up and it's a very stoic moment he felt that george's direction was wrong and he wanted to drop to his knees and weep because that's what would happen in real life and george's direction was no you have to play it this way because I want people to put themselves on Luke. And if you teach them and tell them how to react, they're not going to get her true. They're not going to get themselves in to Star Wars. And so for me, the thing that I love so much about Star Wars, which is different than Twitter, when we need to know who Snoke is, we need all the things like (laughs) Star Wars invites you to dress up in it. (laughs) And it's just as much your experience as what's going on in the story. So there has to be for me, a level of looseness. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> in order for us to imprint ourselves on it. And then we get to have these really amazing deep conversations like we have here on Pink Milk because all of us see the same thing so differently. All of us can relate to Luke Skywalker because he's kind of simple on the surface. And then we all add in our own subtext to what makes Luke so great or Leia or or whatever it is. And, and that is what I think they're doing with the Empire in of like it's in the background like how do we feel how would we like that's to me it's such a queer show and how do we as queer people walk around society and the government telling us whether we're worthy of being (laughs) anything or not and do we have to check in do we need to do these do we need to you know like um so it's it's just funny that you said it because it's literally what's my note of the my very favorite thing they're doing the way the empire is just kind of hidden in the background is so great absolutely yeah Emma, how about you? What about me? <laughs> what is your favorite? What is your what is your favorite part of the Mad Bash so far? Oh, do I have to? Like honestly, okay, my stalling tactic didn't work. All right, um, <laughs> nice try, Em. <laughs> I know. Someone actually was commenting in the chat about how slower character development is a is a trait of animated shows, which mm-hmm. is true. I mean, I kind of found a quicker burn on Big Mouth, for example. Okay. But that's kind of a singular show, and I don't know if it has any other peers. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm having the same experience of, like, the episodes feeling kind of hollow or surface level. What I'm really waiting for is I'm waiting for us to have a piece of information that is going to completely force us to reevaluate everything that came before. Mm -hmm. That's what this feels like to me, like this type of storytelling that is usually how it's used by people who know how to tell good stories. Yep. Do you think it's coming though? Do you have faith that it's going to come? 
Yeah, I do. I mean, I feel like I feel like everyone so far that's been put in charge of telling Star Wars stories for Disney Plus, like in the TV series, have really. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I f- I feel like they've really like I feel like they've they know what they're doing, you know? Um like I I don't I don't get like I I get the sense that these writers rooms are full of people who understand how to tell a satisfying story and how to do like solid character development. So, even though yeah, like again, I mean, I, I just, I feel like in this, in the first few episodes of the Bad Batch, I feel like I kind of got everything I needed. And then there was like a handful of episodes of like, okay, like formulaic fetch quest story. Yep. <laughs> and like, and everyone is just still being their characters. Like they're all just doing what you would expect them to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like there hasn't really been ma- many shifts or, you know, like character development, but I, I, I like I said, Hold I trust, on. honestly, yeah. I trust them and I'm, and I feel like there's a big payoff coming. <clears throat> yeah. Hold on to that about people doing what they're supposed to do. And we'll, I want to tackle that after Mark goes. So hold on to that and bring us back to it. Mark, how about for you, my friend? So I, I, I'll agree with Chase and them that, yeah, that I feel like, I, yeah, you do feel like you got everything you needed. And there's been a lot of kind of like just stringing us along. And, and since then, I mean, we're, we're 10 episodes in now. And so the, the good thing about today's episode of the queen's gambit oh, i'm sorry bad batch um <laughs> <laughs> exactly um, the, the good thing about it is that because of omega's actions today their future is kind of theirs again and so it kind of closes the chapter on this even though i you know we'll see these characters come back later we're gonna count on these people at some point, right? You know, the friends you make along the way and you come back to them on the journey, right? So it's all going to come together. But I was going to go off of the point that you talked about earlier, Brian, because I I really do love what we're seeing about the Empire, how they're popping up and everything. And I'm going to get super duper gay here right now <laughs> because it reminds me of kind of like how in the, the musical Cabaret and how little by little you start, <laughs> yes, no, you start that's brilliant. Yes, Nazi takeover. By the yes. time you get to the end of that show, and all of a sudden, it, it the, the music ends and it's like the symbol and everything, and then you you get like at the reflection, and in the audience, instead of being all the patrons that used to be part of the Kit Kat Club, are all Nazis now. Mar- and I think that's exactly what we're going to end up seeing. Mar- so keep my fingers crossed. <laughs> that is so brilliant and like i'm almost nervous because i'm like i hope that comes because that's like such a good take that is right, like right. oh so, it's so thank good you, Brian, for the inspiration because as you were talking about that's exactly what popped up in my yep. head and mm-hmm. i and i love that it's creeping up little by little yeah. right you know so we'll we'll see what happens <laughs> you know what where else on the internet are you gonna get star wars Cabaret and Nazis, <laughs> according to <laughs> yes, <laughs> according to this great YouTube channel I know called That Gay Jedi. This is maybe possibly the definition of camp, where you embrace the serious with the not so serious, yeah. and, and the you not so make serious? fun of the serious, and then you take the not so serious serious. How did yes, I do? Did I all sum of up that. Here? That was okay. brilliant. That was everything. Yes. <laughs> No, Mark, and you literally took like what I was to M's point, like after today, after that amazing strategist of Omega, like Mm -hmm. we just what's going to happen now? Because our our mission of the week is now possibly gone. Like now we just and here we are towards the end of the season. Right. We don't even know how many episodes are yet. Right. 14, 16. I I remember. I thought it was. Well, I heard 20. But whatever, I could be wrong. Oh. I, I'm just here for the ride, you know. I mean? Yeah, originally I heard 13, but we could be wrong. It could okay, be more, 17, yeah. so that's, just, that's where yeah. we're all. At. You know, it's going to end sometime soon, but you know, so whatever. many numbers. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I I just I love that. And then today, when she's like, "I'm a great strategist," 
what if Omega becomes a very important person in the rebellion and building the rebellion and learning to strategize against the empire? Ooh, I live. Would that not be rad? Put in a little Mon Mosma outfit. <laughs> well, and that would be a that would be a cool a cool callback, a cool echo, mm-hmm. if you will. Ooh. Because because did someone call me? <laughs> that was one of my favorite jokes of all. <laughs> well, because I mean, the whole reason they found Echo was because of the strategy gambit that was happening. Yep. Mm. They would they like in the Clone Wars. Mm. Well, when Echo was missing, they only found him because they figured out that he was against his will feeding strategy to the Separatists, and that it was causing their droids to machine learn. Yep, that's yep, yep. Sixteen episodes. Yeah. All right. Well, like, and I mean, episodes. and I mean, and who knows if maybe that will come up. You know, maybe that will yeah. be a trigger for Echo. Maybe that will cause him to th- to deal with some of his trauma. And I hope he, I I love that idea because I do also. I'm wanting more with Echo. I feel like he's just kind of like there yeah. in a way where he's just kind of. And I get it because he's like new to the you know the crew and everything. But I would love that sort of that kind of a payoff with Echo because um, he makes wonderful jokes. But I also am like I kind of want a little bit. I want to like address a little bit more of what he's been through. Yep, I agree. Both he and Tech are not being used like they're not being used very well. Yet. Okay, is it just me or is Tech like kind of annoying? Tech's kind of annoying, right? He's so by the book. I I, I still love him, but I you love know, him. Yeah, yeah he's, he he is just so literal sometimes, and so by the book. And I understand because that's I mean right. that's why that's the character, right? Right. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's like it's it's. But I guess that's kind of cool, though, because like in a big family like that, you're always always going to be annoying traits about your brothers or sisters that just bug the yeah. hell out of you. <laughs> See, I yeah. think the yeah. reason I love tech is because he is all those things. I don't disagree yeah. with you at all. But as we debuted here, he has a sling there in their shuttle. And so I know oh, that's right. He is our dirty daddy. I remember now. To work, like to get it all out. Like he's so <laughs> like, yeah. I know, I know those people. I may or may not be married to one of those <laughs> people, and um, I know the other side. Yeah, just saying. True, true. <laughs> so, but I agree. I don't think I don't think either of them are utilized very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, anything? What's going on here in the chat? I've completely lost track of the I love channel. how everyone else knew there were 16 episodes yet we yeah. were all like 22 10, I don't know 14 I, I, I know I'm 40 so I don't know uh, <laughs> I'm just distracted you know whether it be by Loki or whether it be by all these other beautiful things that are going on it's just you know <laughs> we love Loki <laughs> same Ruben liked your your queen's gambit there Mark. so That's good <laughs> No one picked up on my eyeballs. I was trying to I do mean, I, game I made a, I made a little Photoshop picture today too about it too, but I was like, oh, well, it might be too soon because people haven't all watched it yet, so I don't want to put it out there. You know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, what are our biggest questions that we still have now, Mark? I want to start with you this time. Okay. Keep going last. So. I mean, as we, we we found out about Omega and how she is what the last like, pure clone of Django. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what exactly are they planning to do with that? I mean, is it going to be continued to use for the Empire? But they're supposed to be transitioning to stormtroopers at this point, right? So what exactly is the plan there? Right. There's there's that. Mm-hmm. Um and like what's going to happen with Crosshair? Are they going to be able to save him at all? Is he going to die or, you know, or, or are we going to lose echo? I mean, I just, something tells me that there's going to be a, a tragedy by the time this all ends as well, too. There's going to be a sacrifice, you know, mm. um, that'll yeah. bring them all back together one way or another. But I, I just, yeah, that, and then it's just like, and then, I'm trying to remember in last week's episode when those like kind of like messed up clones that didn't quite make it fell. It's like, what the heck was it? Cause I got, I don't think we really got to see what they really were. Were they, were they like, you know, our pickled Caminoans, possible, possible Snokes, possible Snokes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, yep. 
I don't know. Yes. Milk and a pancake. <laughs> before we jump to somebody else here, I like Nick's. My big question is who's more likely to show up before the series ends? Boba, Ahsoka, or Obi-Wan? Boba. I mean, Boba's a given, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. I think if we're going to get Boba eventually. I always thought Ahsoka would pop up in here, but then because people always say like, oh, she pops up at everything, you know? <laughs> it's a fine, it's a, I feel like that's a hard, that's kind of a catch 22 right? for Star Wars. Right. Well, the, story the other, I mean, we've all, I mean, we all know I stand Ahsoka more than anything, but I don't want her to be in everything either. Um, yeah, yeah. we want to be hungry for book, her again. Yeah, yeah, like, she's yeah. hiding right now. She's a farmer right now. She's hiding on the farm, playing the uh, whatever. Every time I was reading the book, I don't remember what it was called. I think of the you know the football <laughs> game where you fold the football with the paper and you yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That. that was the game they were playing in my head whenever they were there at the bar. <laughs> you know, with the big hair girl. Um, and I don't even know if she had big hair, but to me, that character I don't remember any of these people's names had big hair. Um, <laughs> I still like. I I still like this idea that popped in my head today with Alpha and Omega kind of thing. I I think we brought it up in one of our early episodes or maybe right before this started, but Boba like according to his response in The Mandalorian does not exactly think very fondly of clones. Like he wants to be the only one. Like that was the vibe I got. I feel like Bo-Katan knew that and rubbed it in when she was like, I've heard your voice a thousand times. And he didn't take too kindly to that. Mm-hmm. So I'm all here for Boba Fett, like trying to take out all the clones. And like his mission is to be the last clone remaining. And then on the other side of that <clears throat> to Alpha is Omega, who I could see also doing her best to save all the clones. And it would speak so highly of her after how we saw how they treated her in that first episode during the funny little food fight thing. But like, what a great pairing to an alpha and an omega trying to do like this, you know, the opposite thing to the same thing. Like, I think that could be really, really interesting. Um, And I think it would really make Boba like a super badass If he just became this clone hunter person, Mm. I think it'd be really interesting actually. And one other quick question that is not important, but the pew, pew, pews. I noticed today for the very first time that our Bad Batch were using stun guns. That was a cool detail. That was a cool detail. Have they always done that or was that just today? No, I think that was just today. I think they realized like, oh, like, you know, there's our brothers. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 that's what I like, like about like talk about character development. Like that doesn't feel like it's there. It 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 is there. It's just subtle. And, like, that's where I have to remind myself as a Star Wars fan who's not necessarily a child anymore. Like, I, I have to remind myself that Star Wars is for kids. You know what I mean? I mean, it's for everyone. Yeah, but it's I true. still have to remind myself, I'm like, okay, geez, like, calm down. Like, it can't all be Mandalorian <laughs> scope. You know what I mean? Like, Mandalorian is epic, right? And there's a lot of nuance there. But mm-hmm. I have to remind myself with this animated series, like, you know, Star Wars is for children and it is for kids, you know? And, and, but what's great about that is it gives us as adult Star Wars fans opportunities to dig deeper, ask bigger questions, ask very specific questions and and kind of pick everything apart and figure out where is the character development because it is there. Like with Hunter, I was like, I was like, okay, great. Wow. Okay. So we're leaving Omega home again. And like, we're doing this whole thing again. You know what I mean? But it was a little bit more of like, you know, a little bit more of like guilt after everything that happened with Cad Bane. And like, we get to kind of put those together. It's not either. He's not leaving her home alone in the same way. And like, when he comes home to her, it's not the same way he comes home to her. And there's a huge shift of their relationship in this episode, which is really awesome. Um, But again, we just have to get a little bit more detective-y with it, which now that we're talking about it, I think that might be my favorite part of that batch. <laughs> I think I've been sort of, I've been through this conversation. <laughs> things have been shifting. Cause you have to understand, I, I mean, no one in my life outside of the internet watches bad batch. So I'm like, <laughs> I, these are very important processes and discussions yes. for me to have. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. Oh no, I agree a hundred percent chase. Like I spent, uh, how long has this show been on? I was 40, basically. 40 years living in my own head about Star Wars, for the most part. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's been, like, super in, like super intense for the last couple of years with all this. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I think Hunter would have won. So I Joey think- asked in the chat, who do we think won at chess? But he let Omega win. Yeah, I think Hunter let Omega win. That's what I was thinking yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. he wants to uh he wants her to be part of the, you know, the group and feel included now. So yeah. 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 It's that was yeah, it was an interesting show. I mean, I'm still scared for her because she's still she's still young and inexperienced. In not in the same way that they are, you know, obviously they've been trained to be this way. So it's very scary. She can get hurt, you know, but, Mm -hmm. but she's learning how to take care of herself. And I love that today there was a little more of that of like, well, show me what you can do. And she's like, well, this is what I can do, you know, like, and, and she helped and look at what she made possible for them. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been drawn out for like, this is the rest of the show. They're going to be paying off this debt forever. She was like, uh-uh, yeah. we're getting out of here. I was like, yeah. Yeah, we're yes. done. <laughs> yeah. She walked into the bar it. and just paid everybody's tabs. She's like, let's exactly. go. Like, I'm good. I, I, already <laughs> I love that. I mean, that's just like, that was so clever. It's like, yeah. you know, that she was like, she, she saw the need. Mm-hmm. She saw what, what needed to be taken care of. And yes. she got in there and like, did yes. her thing. I love and and yeah. and also the fact that she made the deal as well too. She's like sixty percent. She and wasn't messing yes, around. Yes, <laughs> and the fact I feel like she's the first person of the Bad Batch to win over Sid's respect, which is exactly. massive and like iconic. Yeah. And I also yeah. just have to say really quickly while we're talking about like that area of the episode, like I loved, I just loved having uh seeing Wrecker like bump Hunter and be like, hey fix this like be a better dad you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, it was just a cute moment you know it was yeah, subtle no, it's just totally. like hey she's yeah. upset you fix this right yeah. now <laughs> like uncle uncle bump dad's shoulder yeah. is like hey yes, <laughs> you know? yes. it's cute yep. yeah and before i forget because we're you know 45 minutes into this live stream make sure you hit that like button subscribe yeah yes. and hit the bell notification we're going to put that on Chase. That's going to be Chase's new job because Chase is a celebrity at the top of the show. I will pay my dues. I will pay my dues. <laughs> All right, Emma, like how about you? <laughs> Emma, what's your, what's your biggest question? My biggest question is, like, what exactly was the purpose of Omega, like, of her creation? Because we learn that she's something very valuable. But when we first meet her, she's just like an assistant. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is weird. Yeah, I'm still trying to but piece what, all that together. Was she an assistant or was that Nala say told everybody else? Well, but this is what I'm saying. But textually, yeah. we haven't been told yeah. of any other role that she has. And obviously, you know, there's she's very valuable and she's being used as a pawn between the between the Kaminoans. Like there's infighting between them, which has also been revealed to us in the show, right? Yep. So like I want to find out the full truth. Like I want to know everything mm. that happened. And and I yeah, it's exactly like what Luke says here. Like, they don't create without a purpose. Like, we've already seen, like, how efficient they are. I mean, that's, like, their whole deal, you know? So they're not just going to have, like, fripperies and frills, like, all over the place, you know? There's yep. some there's some kind of significance to them. I love seeing that. That was that last week, right? When they were in, like, the dirty Camino place. Like, I feel like that's... That's who the Kaminoans really are. And everything we know about, is it Topaz City or Topaz City or something like that? The the Camino that we know, like super hospital, super sterile. Like they're like in a Tiffany store. Like that is their showcase. Like this is where we wrap everything up to be really beautiful. And this is what the galaxy thinks we are. Mm. But we're really this other thing. Like, mm-hmm. like. Maybe it's because I was just watched Hamilton on Netflix. It's got <laughs> Netflix to watch He-Man. And I had to watch Hamilton. It was great. It was fun. But he, like, they all keep calling him out for this weird fake voice thing because he's trying to, like, so hard to be something that he wasn't. I'm like, mm. what if the Caminoans are doing? What if they're pulling a Ham- or Not a Hamilton. What's the show called? Not Hamilton. I'm making myself. Whatever. The <laughs> clothing designer person. Oh, Halston. Netflix. Oh, Halston. Yes, there it is. Sorry, not Halston. Hamilton. Yes. Halston's got this fake voice thing trying to make something trying to make himself something that he doesn't feel like he is. He's playing yeah. the part until yes. he gets there. And yes. what if the communal ones are doing the voice. same thing? <laughs> I kind of love that. Yeah. yeah. Like, like we're not this. 
Yeah. But we're going to pretend like we are. Like, I, I think that's we, really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope we go back to that sort of like their, their side gig, like where they're doing a lot, you know, other experiments, like they're offsite um, work because I just, I thought that was really interesting. And, and I, I just felt so teased with it in a good way. I was just kind of like, Ooh, yeah. I hope we get to go back there because that was interesting. And it just, if, for me, that whole setting felt like a video game level. And I was like, let me run around mm. there and like look for clues and hang out. Cause that was, a, it was really cool. So I think that's like a lot of my questions kind of revolve around that. And also just the, their relationship to the empire and how that's going to come to a head. Cause it's the, the water is definitely boiling. Like it's like, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm interested to see where that goes. And I think that's, I'm so excited to see where that goes. Yep. I feel like Mark being in San Francisco is probably inspiring this, but like, that Camino, the nice one, is where you take your straight friends when you go to the gay bars. When they come visit you in San Francisco, they're like, oh, girl, I want to go to the gay bars. And you take them to those ones. But really, on the weekends, we're in the dark CD bars, leather curtains, and they're like, exactly. smells of poppers. I was just telling somebody this story the other day. One of my friends was visiting from the UK, and he, he is by, and his friend was straight. And I sent them to uh, Daddy's, what was it, that uh at that place and i didn't even think about the fact that there's video screens in there and sometimes they play <laughs> stuff and i just said it was like oh yeah it's a great place and you know me i'm totally don't even think about that stuff anymore <laughs> and like he currently like gets a hold of me later and his friend is like traumatized and it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's literally like Oops. b just said last week when b was on and they were like um, sometimes I forget they're straight people. Like, I don't even, like, I agree. Like, you just yeah. kind of forget what's yeah. like. I just didn't think about yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> Oops. I'm not going to read Paul's outlet. Yes, I will. The hole in the wall. Oh. <laughs> that place wow. is gone now, I think, actually, because I think I walked by it the other oh. night. I didn't see it there anymore. So, see, okay, here's you two. I took that to a whole other direction of super seedy. I was, the name was appropriate. Okay. Uh, the name of this place. I'm just saying right now. This, yeah. <laughs> okay. There we go. There we go. Mark, how about you? What's your, what's a, <laughs> Let's pull this train back onto the uh, the tracks. Uh, big question for you. What what what, 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 what? In Bad Batch, like, what is like a really big question that you're that you still? Well, have? I mean, I mean we've all like, kind of talked about. That. Well, wait, I think I already went with like the Omega thing and everything. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that's yeah, it's okay. it's okay. What about you, Brian? Um, I don't even know. I think mine is like I I I think mine is kind of assuming that Boba Fett's going to come on and how mm. is he going to take care of the clones because there aren't clones left everywhere. And I think he's the biggest piece to that. Mm-hmm. I wonder what's going to happen with the, the formation of the rebellion. Like, I feel like the show has to start helping build some of those blocks. Like, I feel like it has to kind of get there. What's the Kaminoans relationship with the empire going to be like, or is that going to be like, the battle is going to be Camino versus the Empire, and then the Bad Batch has to kind of pick a side because, like, the Bad Batch is going to somehow be kind of stuck in the well, not really stuck in the middle, but they don't like either one. So, um, well, and we saw a bit of that, like, we saw a bit of sort of strange alliances in t- in today's episode, right? Like, yeah. that is yep. that is a theme that is yep. coming up. Yep. Um, Chris! Chris. Oh. I also oh, just wonder Lando Calarician in the chat room. Everyone, <laughs> Lando is in the steam room, so and we all know Lando doesn't wear a towel. Legendary lover of Jawas. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and boobs. <laughs> Was Irene? Chris, what's the Jawa's name? What was? Was it Irene? Irene. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no, no, that was the other two. What was the guy? That was the other, the other wife. Yeah, there was uh, <laughs> like the wolf creature. What's? The, I forgot what the how you pronounce it. I yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it was hilarious. I finally got to sit down and watch it because I had only seen clips like here and there, and then I like made the yeah. time to like watch it. And I was like, oh, I I'm hope so they great. send that to Justin Simeon for the Lando Disney Plus series. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know, we can get a little <laughs> Ryan's walk on roll, man. That'd be cool. Absolutely, well deserved. Well deserved. <laughs> My Jawa ex-wives, all like one thousand one hundred and thirty-eight of them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Everyone, if you're not, have no idea what we're talking about. We're talking about Blue Bantha Milks, Banthaverse, where they basically like an AI writes their scripts. I don't exactly know how that stuff works, but Chris Ryan's <laughs> from Baraxian. Learning, baby. <laughs> okay, yeah. Chris Just Ryan's like in the chat plays uh, uh, Lando from Baraxian. So go check them out. Yeah. Um, and oh my God. So good. Hilarious. Their fanfic is better than mine. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean, no, it's not, Chris. M, <laughs> you're definitely better than M's. i am walking down the middle of the road and i just need to like (laughs) oh who is our favorite character so far do we have a favorite character from the bad batch mark do you well it was tech at the beginning and i need this parts of that character that i really 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 do like still it's changing over time, though. Like, I'm, I'm trying to think. I, I, Wrecker still gets a little bit on my nerves, but I love that he takes care of him. The way he and Omega's relationship is is what I love, but sometimes that character is a little much. Um, <laughs> but um, what's the name? Same. What's the daddy? Hunter? Hunter's kind of grown on me. <laughs> Who's the daddy? He's, yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, he's kind of grown on me more and more. So, Paul, are you yeah. still in the chat? Oh, Paul's love for him is uh, Yeah, everything. Paul's thirst. I love it. It's so welcome. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, Chase, how about you? Do you have a um, favorite character? I have to say Wrecker, coming off of Mark's comment, I have to say Wrecker, just because, uh, listen, himbos do something to me. <laughs> the way a himbo can just, like, unlock my being, I don't know what. <laughs> happens it just happens a himbo give me a well-written himbo and i'm there um so i'd say wrecker obviously omega (laughs) i want to stop there i'll stop there yeah i'd say wrecker and omega but like separately if that makes sense i love their relationship but just character wise separately i just love them both as characters i think joey i think you're right was it clink because i'm here for clink oh my god oh please bring back clink please bring him back they he needs great. his own series, honestly. It's, for real. For real. At least a like, limited hey. series. Like, little shorts. Little shorts would be fun. post credit. You know what? I'm thinking, where is Afra in this timeline? Because that's somebody I would love to see brought into this series. I think that would be yes. a great way to introduce her. Well, especially, yeah. wait, time out with Echo. Because, like, Echo's all teched out. And Afra's yeah. relationship to technology. That would be everything uh, i'm just thinking aloud that that would be somebody i would love to see that brought in if we're, if we're to look ahead yes. that would be a really great way to introduce that character yeah also so. some queer representation please God, it's just like <laughs> at this point it's um willful I'm gonna yeah. say yeah i well you know i know we're here i don't like afro Okay. Oh, that's like, right. That she I'm is very like, young at this point. You're right, Buck. Yeah, um, she's a child. Like, according to because Buck, that's yeah. right. I'm, think, I'm thinking of it in reference to where she's with Vader already. But that's right because she yeah, meets true. Luke, and Luke's already an adult, or, or you know, young. Yeah. 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 yeah so true. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just not a big fan of of her. I know. I I, that. like that's interesting. She's like Deadpool of Star Wars, and I don't really like Deadpool. And I just like I. That's fair. I can't. I can't like that personality type just doesn't jive with me like IRL or in a book. (laughs) I'm just like, I can't. Fair enough. Okay. I really want to like, I listen to that audio book. She's too young. So you're okay, okay, Brian. You're good. Brian, I will also say the, the actual, I'm, I haven't done the audio book yet, but I'm reading, I've read the actual book, the actual, like, and like they, they, she, the author added so much more to sort of like Mm. Afro's voice. Um, that isn't in the audiobook. So do with uh, okay. that what you will. I don't expect yeah. you to read this book after you've already listened to the story, but yeah. I'm just saying yeah. it's it's pretty interesting to read. Oh, All right. Oh I never oh, like I never like breaking Buck's heart between Jedi and now Al- <laughs> now Afra. You know who we could have who would be a realistic age and um would be queer representation would be Sabe. Oh. Yeah, but here's my fear with Sabe. I don't mm-hmm. know if they will keep with the queer representation with her. I could just see her being a little bit straight washed in like in new Star Wars projects. I know. I know. 
I just have to be, I have to be honest. I don't want that to happen, obviously, but like, that's my fear with it. With I hate the pessimism, out. but it is. I know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm it sorry. is, no, but it's realistic. It's I hate to admit yeah. it, but it is. It's, that's, yeah. We always have, we, it's that fear of any character that we love that has been established as queer already. Yeah. And they'll be brought in and it'll be all, you know, like you said, they're just going to, they're going to make it palatable to the masses in a way that it's just washed out and, and yeah. yeah but or it's going to be like queer coded but not right like explicitly right yeah. yeah and and what gives me hope though is i mean spoiler alert but loki i think i think marvel has a checkmate on star wars to make some moves when it comes to queer representation it is it they it was effortless and they I just, know. they did it and it was done. I cried. I literally like paused the episode. I sent a video to my friends and I was like, did they just do that? So I just think that like, it's, yeah. they're at that point, like it's a checkmate with Star Wars and it's okay, let's go, you know? Yep. So that gives me hope. Honestly, it gives me hope. I think it's, it gives me a lot yeah. of hope. And you know how Star Wars get up that? By doing um, it in an animated series that's intended for children because this whole stupid geez. concept that you can't like put, you know, even though like hope will tell, you know, Hope just wrote a really great article about Owl House and all that stuff. So I know it's out there, but in Star Wars yeah. to do that, I mean, honestly. Well, in we Disney animation. Batch. Yeah, absolutely. We had the Bad Batch. They're all a bunch of queers running around in space. Like, let's just. <laughs> and yes, I'm with Paul. So hopefully, Paul, you don't mind sharing because I will take Hunter with you too. I'm good. Just saying. Just saying. Emma, any thoughts about Bad Batch that we haven't covered yet? I don't think so. I think we. Yeah. I feel like we've been pretty thorough, and we've made we dropped some references to today's episode too. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. I feel. Chat. Like- any questions for us? Hope is here. Hope. Oh, hey Sam, welcome back. You made it. It's been a hot minute. Hey, uh, Hope, our dear friend Hope from the Steam Room and from J Guys and Jedi and and all of the wonderful articles she writes was on the geeky waffles. So check that out after this is over and go watch that back because yeah. they have a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm like, I'm really in love with the show. I think it's fantastic. It has no business being as good as it is as far as I'm concerned. Cause I never was one that like totally identified with the clones. I was not like the clone person. I'm with mm-hmm. M very much chase. Are you the same way? Are you like a force person? I, oh Yeah. I think M. Like, I think I mean I just say M. M. And I, when anytime M. Get talks about the forest, I'm out taking notes. I'm comparing notes. I'm here. Like I'm very much a force. I I was a religious studies minor. Like I'm not a religious person myself, but I was a religious studies minor, and so the forest is like very much in my alley yeah. for sure. Yeah. Oh my god! I was almost became a religious studies double major. Oh really? My senior year of college. I because I had done all. Sorry, guys, we're going off topic and not Star Wars. <laughs> but I studied anthropology. That was my major. That's Ooh, what I graduated yeah. in. And I was I studied like human evolution and non-human primate evolution. Right. Yeah. But my last year of college I was like, oh god, I need the grant, and then you have to have X amount of credits to get grants, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to take a Hinduism class because I am all I had taken like every that was I was I'm really into it, right. I love that, yeah. And so I took this class, and the entire class was at the end, your final was you had to teach a class about a uh, about some religious aspect. That So you worked the whole semester to get to do this, right? So I was like, I'm going to write about Mother Earth. I'm like, they're like, go back to the Indus River Valley civilization ideas of what like their idea of Mother Earth is. And then it became this thing that doesn't really, did not apply at all. But it was really hard, and I did it. And then the teacher was like, you should be a religious studies major, because that was brilliant. Like, it was I love really that. Tough. I did it really well. And I was like, oh, my God. I, like, all of my college thing, I don't think I ever had as much fun as I did in that class. It was all, yeah. like, women in Hinduism. That was the class. It was amazing. It was such a yeah. good class. Women in religion so, is everything. I mean, women yeah. in anything, yeah. honestly, is everything. But especially, like, to studying, like, it's awesome. Really cool stuff. Yeah, I, I yep. studied I studied religion both comparatively because I was looking for one. Yep. And then when I decided to convert to Judaism, I had to study Judaism. So that's dope. That's yeah. so cool. Oh, 
I love that. I like. No, Harry, I'm working on a Friday night being a bad Jew, but what are you? Oh my god! You're <laughs> talking about that. <laughs> is it work though? We're not collecting any money. This is true. Uh, well, Fair yeah, point. and I mean, and I consider it a mitzvah to spend time with my friends doing something I love. So yeah, there you go. There that actually go. makes total sense. Absolutely, that is true. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I like what Paul says here. I think growing up with Star Wars and the Force concept opened the yes. opened the door for me to get into Reiki, etc. Yes. Um, <laughs> I've done intro level uh, Reiki, and it's I it was really fun, sort of like comparing that to Star Wars. That's yeah, it's a really good. I love yeah. that point. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think because I'm a Force person too. Like that's my Star Wars, which is again like it's not even here yet. Like I need it to come. Like, I'm not that, I, we've said that many times. Like, I'm not a Star Wars person who doesn't want the Force in something. Like, have no interest in that. But, um, yeah, I think that's awesome. All right, everyone in the chat, thank you so much. Do we have any other questions from anyone? It's not looking like it. So, thank you. Chase, great first episode. I'm thank so you. happy to have you here. Me too. We're all very happy to have you here. Yeah. Uh Twitter was happy. We got a lot of great responses and a lot of excitement about that when we made that announcement. Um, that was awesome. So it was great. Thank you. Everyone tonight, thank you. M, where can people find you with your new... Oh, let's see, people. Let's see how you're going to sell this. I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> because Fox Fleur, F-O-X-F-L-E-U-R. No more. <laughs> What's it going to be now? What's it going to be? You got, you got a brand. You got to maintain it, girl. Maintain it. <laughs> Well, you can still find me at Foxler on Instagram if you want to okay. look at pictures of my cute toddler. Um, well, preschooler now. Um, but you can find me on Twitter at Hutzlea. Yes. <laughs> and um, in my bio on Twitter, there's a link to my AO3 page. Oh, and read it. it. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Ship who you want. All ships are valid. <laughs> Mark. Oh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at IMLDiablito. And from time to time on Taking a Number Two with uh, Dallas, Catherine, and Steve, where we talk Star Trek. And uh, yeah, till next time, que la fuerza esté contigo. <laughs> Chase. Uh, YouTube, That Gay Jedi. I cover and queer all things Star Wars. Uh, similar to the conversations the wonderful people at Pink Milk have. Uh, and on Twitter at underscore That Gay Jedi. I love it. You can follow me at Serving Pink Milk. If you follow me or send me messages, which many of you do, and I love it, at B underscore Sips Pink Milk, don't do it because I'm deleting that account. You're dealing with me. I'm Pink Milk. It's going away. <laughs> going away too much. Too much. I'm, I'm shedding. Shedding the weight. <laughs> so follow me and the show at Serving Pink Milk on both Instagram and Twitter. And uh, don't forget, you're here on YouTube. If you don't subscribe already, we are so close to 400 people. Help us get to 400. Do what you need to do. I don't know what that means, but do what you need to do. We're there. Hit subscribe. Hit like. Leave a comment below if you're watching this later. As always, everyone in the Steam Room, thank you. You make this such a wonderful experience. I'm telling you, we all love you all so very, very dearly. And uh, thank you. And until next week, drink, drink up. up.